Hello, Winnipeg. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Winterpeg Report. It is a weekly podcast from the WPG magazine, which highlights what happened in the week previously here in Winnipeg, as well as what we might have to look forward to in the week coming up. So let's jump to last week where we had a lot of hope brought to us. A lot of patios are open and uh, events look like they might actually happen again in the future. It was looking pretty bleak there for a while. People wondering, you know, is this lockdown going to last forever? Are we going to, is this the new normal? Do we just never see other human beings again and we give birth at home now? And like, <laughs> I guess that's a little extreme, but, but, but the point is, a little bit of hope has been restored. Some patios are opening, uh, including the King's Head Pub. Um, and today, my guest will be Chris Graves from the King's Head Pub. Uh, he'll be on a little later. Uh, but for now, uh, it's it's kind of nice that we're, we're, we saw last week uh, a whole lot of of welcome arms <laughs> from from uh, restaurants with patios that chose to open. There were a lot of patios uh, that did not open because the owners chose not to open. And there's a lot of people looking to do things as safely as they can. There's no need to rush back into this, uh, despite what the protesters have said. Uh, which, by the way, was an entire ridiculous situation. And if you have a legitimate argument that is calm, cool, and collected, I would very much like to hear uh, somebody who was a protester or is would have been a protester or a supporter thereof uh, what what the the logic was in that protest, uh, especially the one that happened after the the plan to reopen was was put out there. Like we're lifting the restrictions slowly and safely, and I I don't understand why people were protesting after the government put out their whole plan to reopen the economy in Manitoba. I I don't understand. So if you can enlighten me, I would be very I'm open to 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 all the discussion. I want to hear both sides of every argument. And you know what? They say there's two sides to every story, but there's there's often more sides to the story. Uh, than than just two, but if uh, if people were willing to to calmly and discuss it, I'm very curious. I have a lot of curiosity, but uh, I digress. The I, the point is, this week we saw the return of a lot of of uh, staples in the city. Some some patios uh, very excited. Uh, Finn's Finn McCool's in Grant Park, for instance, uh, that that was very cool. They, they, when I reached out to Jay Kilgore, the owner there, I, I asked him, I said, are you guys opening this week? Uh, and he said, I will do it if I can be as certain as I can that I'm doing it as safely as I can. And that's a great answer. Um, so, you know, there, there's a lot of gray area here and we're, we're doing things uh, to see the end of the tunnel, you know, there's light there, events, people, socializing, being able to actually hug a friend, all those things are coming back. They're just not here yet, and we just have to hold on. So that's kind of how last week uh, sort of rolled, and and there, there, you know, there was a lot of great live stream events. Uh, Prairie Diva uh, did a live one for the WPG ca so they do live dance classes uh, by donation absolutely free you can do it free if you choose but uh, we're recommending people donate to uh, Winnipeg Harvest through the website 
uh, uh, to show support. There's there are also options if you want to tip your teacher and that stuff uh, through the WPG.ca. But other other there, there's been so many different dance classes and yoga classes uh, offered for free uh, around town during this whole pandemic. People trying to make sure that the the population stays active and and stretches and 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 make sure you're moving a little bit. Uh, I know that I myself have been pretty static over the last couple of months, sitting here building the WPG in my office. My my chair is very comfy. However, you can only sit so long before your body just decides that, hey, this is not good. So I'm very excited to get back to a place where I'm moving again uh, a lot and and getting physical and, and getting some exercise and not just sitting at home drinking beer. Uh, <laughs> so quick shout out to... All of the amazing donors. We have our big launch party this week. Uh, uh, that'd be Friday, May 15th, 2020, if you're listening to this in the future. And man, uh, I'm so excited. We have a half dozen uh, musicians coming to perform on the live stream. We have some dance performances. Uh, uh, again, Megan Funk from Prairie Diva uh, will be performing a couple of dances. And... Uh, I'll be talking to a bunch of different musicians and restaurant owners, including Chris Graves, who's our first guest on this particular podcast. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun and and the giveaways we have. So uh, the, the, uh, I want to say thank you to TransCanada Brewing and Torque Brewing. I want to say thank you to Prairie Diva Dance. I want to say thank you to J.D. Renault. Uh, these are artists. Uh, J.D. Renault. Uh, Shay the artist and, or Che I'm not really sure it's capital C capital H A Y so because uh, but I'm not sure if it's Shay or Che but anyway uh, Che the artist uh, lousy uh, donated some artwork and uh, Jeremiah Val uh, also donated some artwork I'm I'm very very excited uh, about the the live stream uh, we have uh, the King's Head Pub donated the Toad Pub donated uh, uh Amsterdam Tea Room, Mark Turner from the Amsterdam Tea Room. Uh, everybody's just been so generous uh, with their knowing that what we're trying to do is raise a bunch of money for Winnipeg Harvest while having a big party and celebrating the launch of what is, I'm hoping, uh, 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 the website to to know what's going on in the city. So. If we can get t- together as a city and and make this a successful project, I don't even know what I'll do. I'll, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I might cry, but but happy tears, you know. That said, I I really I hope you tune in. If if you're listening to this ahead of the the launch, Friday, May fifteenth, seven p.m. It's going to be live on YouTube. Uh, the link will be available on the WPG.ca. It'll be available on WPG Magazine's Facebook page, Instagram page. Uh, Twitter page, uh, the link will be everywhere I can get it, to be honest. So please, please consider donating. Go to the WPG.ca and you can donate right now. All that money goes to Winnipeg Harvest, whatever we collect. So we would really, really appreciate that. If you want to tune into live dance classes for free through the WPG, again, we recommend you donate to Winnipeg Harvest. Right now, uh, more than more than any other time, really, uh, Winnipeg Harvest is is a great charity to support. 
They're always doing good works, but right now the need has has grown so much uh, because of the lockdown and people the uncertainty people have with when work will be coming back and people trying to budget and and make things work uh, with without kids doesn't matter like there we all have to be one city, one great city if you will. <laughs> All right, next up we have our guest Chris Graves from The King's Head. But first, I'm going to read a little bit of ad copy because that's how we keep ourselves afloat here at the WPG.ca, seeing as how our services are free to use. So uh, ads are, are the thing. And so I will read one first from New Spade Sound and Entertainment. So... New Spade Sound and Entertainment is exactly what you need to take your event to the next level. Get the party poppin' with our team of professional DJs. New Spades will keep your guests engaged and having a great time. Zero dull moments. Get in touch with New Spades by calling Drew at 204-880-8416. That number again is 204 880 8416. Use promo code WPG to get the absolute best deal on your next booking. New Spade Sound and Entertainment, spinning nothing but the freshest. All right, so let us bring in our guest. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, buddy. How you doing, man? Nice to be a part of it. Is the uh, inaugural podcast, I'm assuming? Yeah, this is, I mean, I did, we did put out a trailer. It's 30 seconds of us telling people what the, what the podcast is about, but this is the first actual episode. So, and you're my first guest. Wow. I feel uh, honored and uh, I feel bad for everybody else that has to be a guest on your podcast because they're going to have a very high bar. Yeah, exactly. We're going to set it high. Uh, and basically, it's going to be beard wars. You have to have a better beard than Chris somehow. <laughs> well, you know what? Funny story about the beard war. I have a very wavy beard. So I splurged yesterday on Amazon and I actually bought a beard straightener. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about uh, I'm pretty excited about trying it. That sounds awesome. I uh, I have a very wavy beard too, uh, and the folks that, uh, listening can't see it, but I got my uh, I got it I got it trimmed pretty good actually. Uh, so you, you have a beautiful beard, though. You have that. Uh, I mean, for everybody who has maybe who hasn't seen you before, you have a, <laughs> a beautiful ginger beard, and I love it. Yeah, I well, it's great. I love it too. Uh, it it has uh, earned me uh, the nickname Ginger Beard a lot, and. Uh, <laughs> It's it's one of those things. You just you learn as a ginger, you just learn to live with whatever people throw at you. You just you're fine with it. You know what? I uh, I I am just gonna defer, and I will not say anything else about it other than the fact that you have a great looking ginger beard. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Um, uh, so let's talk. Let's talk about uh, how how it's gone last week. Uh, you opened your patio. Yeah. How's it been received? Well, you know what? It's actually been uh, it's been pretty good considering the weather. I mean, we had some uh, record breaking weather last week, uh, not to the extreme that we wanted it to, but the <laughs> other way. I think we broke a record, and I think at one point it was like minus ten point five degrees or something. But other than that, you know what? It's been well received. 
the one thing that we uh, we have realized because you know Manitoba allowed us to open up uh, the patio basically at a half capacity on May fourth. So you know we can definitely see one thing that is trending for sure is that humans are social beings and they're looking for that social interaction again and even still we're only like 25 ish 30 people on our patio at max um we had a very good reception no doubt about it yeah and 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 well uh, the reason that I get to talk to you today uh, is you are you are not currently open because uh, Winnipeg <laughs> decided to have a piss poor day. Yes, um, and it's it's raining and grubby and definitely an indoor kind of day. And since the regulations don't allow for that yet, you have some time to talk to me. So it kind of worked out in my favor that we had <laughs> terrible weather today. To be honest. Yeah, so, uh, you know, looking at the way that the weather was shaping up for today, we decided to uh, shut it down on the patio. Um, tough to really keep a lot of business going when it's a little wet out there. But, uh, you know, and I mean, that's one of the toughest things, right? I mean, just being able to open on the patio, it uh, it limits us for sure, you know. So when we have a day like today, that's a lost day, you know, it's, lost revenue, lost sales and all that stuff. But you know what? We survive and we continue. Now I'll say this, shaping up this weekend and uh, into next week, it's looking deliciously warm. So we're pretty excited about that. Yeah. So you, you've been rolling and I know a number of other businesses have uh, have also opened their patios and welcomed people back. Uh, it's been pretty well received over, over the, for the most part, there are those that are concerned, obviously we're opening too early. This is not okay. Blah, blah, blah. And they got people at the other extreme who are mad that even what, uh, what little restrictions we still have are existing. So, um, have you, have you heard a lot of talk on the patio about like people, what, what their senses of when, when, when we're allowed to be back, is it going to be shoulder to shoulder ever again? Is that a. Well, I'll be honest. I mean, we I literally was just having a conversation with somebody about this about 30 to 45 minutes ago. You know, we truly hope that it gets back to what it used to be. Uh, but we really believe that it could be uh, it could be months before we even get back to sort of that larger capacity of people and things like that. We continue to do it the right way. Like we're still making sure that we're doing it properly outside. And, uh, you know, it's it's tough for us because we have a very large capacity at the King's Head in our sales and our revenue and even property taxes and business taxes and all of that stuff are completely levied on capacity and square footage of what we are. So there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of bumps along the way when it comes to what capacity is truly going to be, but you know, we'll knock on wood. <laughs> Hopefully you heard that, that yeah. if, uh, if we can continue to keep the numbers down in Manitoba, it looks like we may start to be able to allow people inside of the King's head. Um, at, I, I'm thinking it's going to be more like a half capacity still uh, June 1st. So that's the next date that we're looking at. Yeah, and and they are looking to do it smartly in stages, making sure they're you know it isn't just like okay that's enough, open it up, and then yeah. you get you get a you get a bounce back of more people infected the second round than the first time. So 
we really have to do it smart uh, as a city, as a province, as a country, and as a world. Like it's it's crazy to see the different provinces having different uh, you know plans and the different countries having way different ideas of what's safe and what's not. And it's uh, I don't know. It's just really interesting to watch how this all unfolds. I'm not going to say it's it's fun to watch because it's terrifying, but but it's interesting. Um, but you, you, do you get a sense from the people who have shown up on the patio that they, like they, they just had enough and they're ready, they're ready to be out. Yeah. People are ready to socialize again. Uh, I still think that people are being very cautious and, uh, you know, I would say more like optimistically cautious. They're still doing, you know, we're making sure that people still continue to social distance as much as we can within the rules and the regulations but I think people are ready to get out and experience, you know, the social aspect of life again. And we have seen it. I mean, we can see it. We can, we sense it. We know it. I mean, the amount of phone calls that we get, is your patio open? Are you open inside yet? Things like that. I mean, we're definitely, we get a lot of that for sure, but we're also very cautious about it ourselves. I mean, we want to make sure that, we're still doing our part to social distance and, you know, our servers aren't spending a lot of times at tables. You know, it's more like a, it's sort of a greet, uh, how you doing and sort of a walk away scenario. Cause I mean, keeping my staff safe is still, you know, very important as well for me, but I think that you hit the nail on the head when you say, yeah, people are getting excited and they're ready to get back at it. And, uh, you know, like, I mean, I, my biggest fear through this whole scenario was that Manitoba used to be this best kept secret in Canada. And now it's like, you look at our numbers, our numbers have been good. Uh, we're doing things the right way. Things seem to be going really very well. And, uh, you know, I'm all about growth and making Manitoba grow, but, uh, I don't want this influx of uh, like 500,000 people like, Oh, hey, let's go there. That seems to be like a quarantine central. Let's, let's hit Manitoba. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's the population of Winnipeg is pretty huge, right? Like we're, we're talking like over 700, almost 800,000 people inside the perimeter. Yeah. Uh, but, the, but the sprawl has really helped Winnipeg. Like the thing that I complained about probably the most, uh, when I got here is how far apart everything is. I'm like, wow, like these little boroughs are, they're very little. And then it's like it's to get, you can't pub crawl. Like I'm back. I'm used to, you know, be, and back in, back in Halifax where I'm from, like you, you can crawl to the next bar, you know? Um, and sometimes you have to, but, uh, but, but here, here, that's been such a, a sprawl, like pub crawls here involve like a bus and, you know, designated drivers and stuff. Yes. So again, <laughs> I mean, the one thing, I mean, we have a few things we have in common, you and I, but we are both from the Mar like Maritimes and the East yep. Coast, so yep. we're used to that proximity of bars being so close. And let's be honest, you know, you don't necessarily have to crawl. You can go get a rickshaw. That's a true story, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, but I, I've, <laughs> I, I've never done that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, nothing I love more than coming outside the liquor dome and then being able to grab a rickshaw all the way down to, like, Dirty Nellies or something like that, which is literally, like, a block away <laughs> yeah for like for like three bucks yeah for three dollars that's right <laughs> but you're absolutely right i mean manitoba has this thing where it's so spread out 
And you're right. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like, I mean, for us, the Kings that we've always considered ourselves a destination bar where, you know, you kind of have to say, all right, you know, we're going to go to the King's head tonight. We're going to go have some bevies and we're going to eat some food. And there's like, there's bars and some pubs around the downtown exchange area in Winnipeg, but it's nothing like some of these other places where you go to like Montreal or even like George street in Newfoundland and places like that, where it's, it's just bar after bar after bar. Right. So you had six row houses, the top floor, middle floor basement, all three different bars in every (laughs) single. Yeah. It's crazy. The liquor dome in Nova Scotia was, was like basically like one huge city block with like, seven or eight still is inside still is and still is that's right and that's also you know can we give a little shout out to pizza corner save my life oh. many nights oh my god oh. you have no idea uh, we're not but well, we're not here to talk about halifax we're here to talk about winnipeg yes uh, yeah yes yeah. Sorry, <laughs> we digress <laughs> yeah 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 uh, i got I, I could very easily be distracted into talking about halifax for a very long time <laughs> that's right but I want to talk about Winnipeg because that's where we live. There's, it's got a huge art and and music scene and and cultural scene. We we're getting back to a place where we can start to appreciate those things. How hard has it been for you not to be able to see live music at all? Yeah, that's been tough because we are a live venue, right? And I think our biggest one of our biggest fears for ourselves is how long we're going to have to go without having live music at the King's Head. I mean, usually Fridays and Saturdays, it's a place to go. There's not a lot of places out there still in Winnipeg that have live music. So that, it, it, I mean, that's a bit, a bit concerning to me because not only is it really good in terms of business and stuff like that, but we think about even the local musicians that, you know, I know many musicians that this is what they do for a living. They play and they play the circuit in Winnipeg and they play Manitoba, they play in the Saskatchewan and places like that. And it's going to be, you know, it's the landscape of that completely changes for sure. Like there's no doubt. Yeah. I, I feel that. I mean, I'm a, I'm a hobbyist musician myself. I, I play one show every single month um, <laughs> in the exchange, actually right across the, uh, right across the cube from you. Um, uh, but I, you know, I, I've really missed it and I only do it once a month and it's definitely not something I do as a living, but I like, I'm really excited to get back and play music in, in an actual venue with human beings in the same room as me. And, um, I, I really miss that. So I can't even imagine some of these guys who literally make their living. That's all they do is play music for people. Like, I just, I, I don't know how they're doing it. Can you imagine having like a stipulation where you can only have so many people in a venue and you have a live uh, entertainment, which is like a band of some sort, and no one can get up and dance. And you literally are just sitting at your table watching this band. And I know, too, I'm very similar to yourself. I'm a fair weather uh, musician where, you know, every (laughs) once in a while I like to play a little bit and stuff like that. But I remember when I'm on stage, if you're sitting on stage and you're playing, even if you know it's stipulated and that it's mandated, you don't have anybody coming up and dancing to your music or anything like that. Man, it's a little bit deflating sometimes. I'm just saying like, and this, is this going to be what the new norm is going forward? I think eventually it gets back to normal. I think maybe in six months, maybe less than that, maybe eight, nine it gets back to where we used to be, but 
in the meantime, it's going to be strange. It really will be. I am a hundred percent with you there. I, I really do think it will get back to normal. I think I society has been through too much and we've had things like this happen before, not in our lifetime, but the, things like this have happened. It's, you know, we will recover. We will, we will party again. We will dance again. God damn it. <laughs> yes, we will. We, we will, but, but it will take some time. Uh, but okay. So we we've, we've hammered that nail enough. I think about last week and how you've done this week coming. Yeah. Uh, we have some events more, more and more people scheduling live streams because like we, we were actually discussing like musicians are missing that, that connection. Like a lot of musicians don't do it, you know, for themselves. They're not doing music for them. They're doing it to share it. And same with art and the, the culture in Winnipeg. So we're, we're getting there, but this week we have a lot of live streams coming up. My favorite thing is the WPG magazine's launch party Friday night. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited about that, man. Like, especially you have, you have some musicians on there too, that, uh, have also frequented the King's head as, uh, as bands that have played here and stuff like that. So yep. I'm pretty excited about that myself. I know that uh, there's a lot of great businesses that have uh, put together some prize packs as well for things. And I'm excited. It's nice to see the community come together, but uh, I mean, we got to like one, I'll say like Manitoba music has been, has been very good uh, through this whole situation. And uh doing a lot of fundraising and creating some funds for some of these musicians that this is their livelihood. Uh, you've got Jamie Buckborough coming on here and, and yep. you know, it's what he does for a living, man. Like this is his, this is his thing and he's phenomenal. He's fantastic. You've got other great musicians on there too, but yeah, like this is uh, it's a great way to continue to showcase the amazing artist and artistry that we have in manitoba it's pretty amazing when it's one of the first things i ever realized about manitoba was how deep the uh, talent pool goes here in anything in art in music it's unreal so the fact that we get to raise them up and we give them a platform that they can at least do these live streams is uh, i think it's a great thing I'm I'm very excited. As you mentioned, Jamie Buckbro, uh, but we also have like Brennan Hakes, who plays he plays a in a couple of he's, he's a front man for the liabilities, but also plays in some bands with Jamie Buckbro. We got Carrie Belkowski, who I'm sure has played your stage in any number of the bands he's been involved with. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh Tammy Shows. I don't know if has has Go for a Shows to ever played your stage? I don't think so, no. No, well, no. she's she's phenomenal too. So get 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 excited. Man, can she sing Hoka? Yeah, man. So, uh, and uh, who else? Oh, uh, Christy, 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 uh, uh, Toronto is awesome. I, uh, she's a personal friend of mine. She is awesome. She's so good. And we, like, all of the musicians, I'm missing someone. And I, oh, Neil Pinto. Oh, okay. Also, here's a quick story about Neil Pinto. Yes. I recorded a tune that I wrote during the isolation that I was bored, wrote a song, and I sent it to him. And I was like, can you like record a guitar track or some sort of something over top of this? Maybe some vocals. I don't know. Just I'm, I'm messing around. I'm bored. Uh, and he sends me back like a fully finished single, like <laughs> a fully produced song. 
and oh, he's so just like, you're, you're, you're going to need to re-record the vocals so that they fit the timing. And I was like, <laughs> okay, fair. And I did that. And man, it was awesome. And it's on my SoundCloud already. Like Neil Pinto is the man and he, he he's a great musician as well. Um, so I, I, I'm so excited about it. And I, I want to thank you since you're here. I want to thank you personally. You got uh, the Kings had donated a couple of gift cards that we're going to give away on the, on the stream. And yeah, so I really do appreciate you uh, coming on. Um, if there's anything that we can do f to get some, I, you guys can't have events yet, but as soon as you can, I want to get involved and see how we can we can help you and reciprocate. Um, all the money we raise again is going to Winnipeg Harvest, uh, a great cause, obviously, especially right now. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see how all this pans out. But I really do appreciate it and want to thank you while while I have you here. Well, listen, I appreciate you too, man. I appreciate what you're doing as well. You're uh, a great uh, proponent of what Winnipeg is, right? Bringing Winnipeg together from all different walks of life, right? I mean, that's what it is. We, if there's one thing we can say about Winnipeg, we are so diverse. We are such a diverse city. We're a diverse population. And we all need to just like pull together through this whole scenario, right? We survive together, right? That's what it is. And I mean, we have some pretty exciting things coming up soon that we'll talk a little bit about more later. But um, yeah, we're going to be involved in some streaming things and stuff like that uh, involved, you know, having some charity stuff involved around it. I mean, we have a an amazing stage that we have with a wicked sound system. So we've reached out to some people to see how we can really utilize that and partnering up with a couple um significant uh festival folk in uh that are responsible for some great things in the city so that is all going to be coming down the pipeline i mean we're we're working every day to try to figure out how we can make sure that this uh this economy stays where it needs to be but the people the individuals are taken care of so and like i said you you're doing a great job man we really appreciate it and uh, I think we'll be a great partner as well. I really believe that. I, I, I think so too. I think uh, this friendship is going to be beautiful, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but I, I, I yeah, I, 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 I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm just so, there's so many emotions. I'm so excited. There's so much to do. I'm so stressed. There's <laughs> like, I'm just, I know. I'm all over the place. My, my heart is happy, but also worried and there's this whole looming disease uh, spreading around. And, you know, like you said, we've been pretty good here in Manitoba, but I just want to make sure that we stay good here in Manitoba. Yes. Uh, keep our numbers very good. We've done a very good job as, as uh, at flattening the curve and, and all that. But the, the biggest thing is that we stay together, you know, Winnipeggers and Manitobans. Uh, I am, you know, a transplant, but I, it still counts. I live here. This is where I'm going to be. Uh, it's home know. now, right? That's what it is. It's home. I mean, listen, we're still tied back to where we are, but this is home for me too. And I know it's home for you as well. I mean, this is, this is where we lay our head at night. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I've fallen in love with Winnipeg. I've fallen in love with Manitoba and I find the people of, of, I find Winnipeg very similar to East coast where, you know, people are real, people are true, people get it, they understand it, and they really, they really, you know, I want to swear, but they really effing care about people, right? And that's how it is. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, the people of Winnipeg have been, you know, 
when whenever anybody was like, well, what are your complaints with Winnipeg? I'm like, well, you know what? Let me start by saying that the people are not the problem in Winnipeg. No, Let me tell you, they are phenomenal, yeah. uh, hardy. They, 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 they're strong. They can live through, uh, you know, these harsh winters. They can live through anything, you know, yes. but they, they got your back. If you ask for help, they're right there to help you. It's, you know, as a gen, I mean, there's, there's our souls everywhere and that includes the East coast. Uh, but, but all in all the people in Winnipeg are great. And that's the idea behind what I'm doing, uh, with the WPG in the first place is connecting those great people to the events they may not know about so that they become better people even. Is that a I thing? agree. If you can survive in a place that has to plug your fucking car in, you can survive <laughs> anywhere. And that is a true testament to what Manitoba is, man. Like you got to be like, you're right. I mean, I say six, seven months of the year. It can be a little bit interesting to live here, but <laughs> it's the camaraderie. It's what the city does with each other. I absolutely love it. So I'm proud to say that I'm a, I'm a Winnipegger. I really, truly am. It, it it doesn't hurt that our craft beer scene is really growing, making some local stuff, you know, absolutely. putting putting smiles on people's face and also supporting local is, is easier and easier. Amazing. You're absolutely right. I mean, the fact of the, what we are like in the craft beer market and there's, and this again, I mean, let's talk about that. You want to talk about supporting local man, Winnipeg knows how to do that. Right. I mean, they're supporting all the local breweries, the distilleries out there you know, the local restaurants and things like that. We've seen the support. We have great relationships with a lot of craft, uh, just, you know, breweries out there. And it's been amazing. I mean, really, it's uh, like I say, I'm very proud as well to be a part of it. And also, you know, I mean, let's just hope that uh, sport continues as well in, uh, in Manitoba, big. right? I mean, Listen, the Jets are going to keep going, right? The NHL is going to survive. I mean, let's hope that the uh, CFL and the Bombers, I mean, one of the strongest fan bases in Canada, you know, I think that's so important. But even the Valor, right? I mean, let's talk about that too. I mean, oh, you know, in their, after their first season, you know, and then they suffer this, right? And such a great organization. The CPL is doing everything they can right now to survive and we're a major supporter of uh the valor and cpl as well and yeah, we the king's head sure. supporters section yeah, is the section king's i sit in and nice. you sit in you sit like three, three rows behind me and the supporter section which i think is a better vantage point i should i shouldn't have gone front row but <laughs> I, I don't regret it and i'm gonna do it again next year but but i think if i could go back i'd go up i go up a couple of rows but it's, it's you know <laughs> yeah no doubt but it's such a, I mean, it's so much fun and it's a great, uh, it's a great league too. Like it's in for as inexpensive as it is as well. It's a great place to watch. And uh, I'll say the, the same thing about the gold ice. The gold ice is the same thing, man. You want to go and such a great venue and, you know, an inexpensive way to even go yourself or with a family. So I really hope that those places just, I hope they continue to survive. I really do. Well, me too. I, I'm not even a baseball fan, but I'll go to a gold eyes game. It's a good party, you well, know, like, uh, and they have, they have great events too. Speaking of events, since that's what we do, they're, they're bark in the park and all that kind of thing where you can bring your dog to the thing. Like what a, what a great event, you know, it is. It is. And, and, and it's like you said, it's a, it's a great time. You go, you watch some, some baseball, uh, 
is is it is it the MLB? No, but it's it's good ball and it's it's fun and yeah, it's to, to your point, like it's it's something that Winnipeg really. I hope it I hope it survives here. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, the nice thing, what I really do love is that uh, is that the fact that you know, with the gold eyes, especially. I mean, one thing they did last year was a, I think phenomenal. They created their little craft beer market. So you have your little section, and what they've done is they've given like a craft a craft brewery, like either a week or two weeks or whatever, maybe I don't know exactly, but they give them their beer and they can sell their beer at that point. And I love that. Right. They, again, well, that's, very, that's very local supporting local. It's exactly yes. what we're talking about here. That's right. And, and the more of that we can do, like, I, I love the King's head. I love like the whole exchange district has some really great stuff in it. Amsterdam tea rooms. No joke. Oh, uh, no joke. Yep. Absolutely. We love Mark over there. Yeah, right. Like, and, but that's what I mean. Like, if we're building people up, a lot of people are like, "Oh, you can't." You know, there's there's this competition, but especially in the craft beer world here in Winnipeg, I'm finding a lot of like, it isn't like us versus them. It's us and them Absolutely. working together to build the craft beer market. Because when they do well, we all do better. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So it it, it isn't right. one brewery smacking another one down. Yeah, and I mean, just in the exchange alone, you know, we have. Literally, we have Patton 5 Distillery that's down here. We have Little Brown Jug right around the corner from us. We have Nonsuch, another great, you know, they're all great down here. And you're right, yep. Mark from Amsterdam. We've got the Peasant, you know, Doug from Wow, who's right mm-hmm. beside us. We've got, um, you know, we've got uh, Bodegos that's across. Nick, uh, who runs that over there, is amazing. And then Mike from King and & Band. And, I mean, the list goes on and on. We've got Bronuts right here. And they're phenomenal people into the music is again, right down. Like it's just, it's insane just to think about these businesses down here that we have. I mean, we're family down there. We've fallen in love with each other in, in the most platonic way. (laughs) And uh, we care. And I mean, we want to make sure that we all, you know, not just survive. We want to thrive through this. Right. And uh, I think we will. And, but people like yourselves and what you do, you're you're also a great platform for us to be able to get out there and talk about what we're doing and you know so that people continue to support local i can't i can't that's if there's one thing that i'll always say and continue to say support local please support local that is the backbone of what winnipeg is Absolutely. I mean, all those, the, the big chains, uh, they're, they're going to be fine one way or the other. There are some big chains that you'd think like, oh, they're going to be fine, but they're, they're locally franchised. And that's like, for, for example, uh, uh, Jay Kilgore over at uh, Finn McCool's love Jay. Right? Great guy doing it the right way. You know? Right. But, it, but it's, but it's independently owned. It isn't yes. like it's, you know, owned by the entity. It's, it's the name and the branding but that's the idea of the franchise, but, but he's a local guy running a local business that just happens to have a very big name on it. And Absolutely. he's like, you said, he's doing it right. But I, yeah. I also, I feel like supporting him is just like supporting the King's head or Absolutely. the toad or, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. There's so, and you know what, that's the, that's a great point to make as well, because you have these franchises that are out there that are, are locally owned or local, you know, like uh, Ken from burrito Splendido. You know, they've got a bunch of locations all the way across, but, you know, it's a local franchise and he's Mm -hmm. locally owned. So those are places that are so important to uh, continue to support through the whole scenario. But yeah, it's, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's, 
the franchises is one thing and it, and but those locally owned ones are so important right it really is yeah i i'm i i just th- like, this entire going, episode stop going to fucking starbucks already for for <laughs> like i can't i can't agree with you enough i can't i i want to heart and like and and i don't know throw emojis at the thing you just said i it's <laughs> just like enough with the Starbucks yes, and I'm, I'm, I'm bad too. Cause I'll go to Tim Hortons or whatever, but like, it, that's a matter of like, I have $2 and yeah. it's convenient. Convenience like, as well. Correct. Yeah. And, and I get, and I get that, but like, I'll, I'll still go to Timmy's every so often, but when the opportunity comes up, I go to Parkline coffee on Osborne. I'll go to little yes. sisters parlor, yes. all these, all these local spots that are, yes. that are, doing what Starbucks is doing, but better. And uh, a lot of the time, uh, more ethically, uh, with, with the way that they source their, their, uh, materials and things like that. And the the price difference is similar, if not negligibly higher, you know, it's, but you're supporting local, you're putting money in the economy, which, which helps you if you live here, you know? Yes, exactly. No, you're absolutely right, man. I couldn't have, uh, I couldn't hit that nail on the head even harder. Fair. Well, listen, I, I think, I think we've, we've beaten this local horse. Uh, so uh, we will have you on the, the, the stream on Friday night, Friday, the 15th uh, of May, 2020 for those listening to this in the future. So don't be looking forward to it if you're listening in 2021 or whatever, but, but uh <laughs> May 15th, 7 PM YouTube live, check it out. Uh, Chris Graves of the King's head will be there amongst uh, all the other crew that we have basically run through uh, on this on this episode. So again, uh, if you take nothing away from this entire episode, just support local. That's it. That's just exactly those words. Support local. Whatever that means to you. Uh, there's lots of ways to view it, but support local. Yeah, I absolutely so- agree, hundred percent. I appreciate, it, man. Keep doing what you're doing, please. And I can't wait for the stream. Uh, I can't wait to be involved in it. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, Chris. And we'll see you. Uh, we'll, well, we'll see you Friday. Yes, <laughs> and sir. then hopefully in actual in person soon. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank <laughs> thanks, you for Chris. the opportunity for this. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thanks. Bye. All right. That was Chris Graves from the King's Head Pub. Thank you again to him. Uh, also checking out this week, I want to make sure you understand that Friday, May 15th, 2020 at 7 p.m., you should tune into YouTube, our YouTube channel. You can go subscribe to that right now. Make sure you get the notification when we go live because it is the launch party live stream featuring musical guests. Uh, we have a whole litany of musical guests, including... Uh, Christy Toronto, uh, we've got uh, Carrie Bilkowski, Brennan Hakes, Neil Pinto, Tammy Shozda, and Jamie Buckborough. We have artists, Che the Artist, J.D. Renault, uh, Lousy, and whom else? I've, uh, oh, Jeremiah Val. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he, he gave me some really cool art. Uh, it's laser etched. Very, very cool. Um, 
Now, uh, that said, we also have Megan Funk from Prairie Diva, who will be performing a, a couple of dance numbers. Um, uh, and we'll, we've got giveaways galore. We have all kinds of gift cards and swag and and beer. I, I'm pretty sure the promo video, it was, it was explained very clearly. We're going to have beer. Uh, last minute edition uh, as of today is uh, a really cool patio pack from Trans Canada Brewing. So that on top of our summer of beer provided by torque brewing company we are we're just we're pushing the beer apparently this summer uh as i generally do into my own body anyway so we will see you next week on the winter pick report right here at the wpg.ca part of the wpg's podcast network and until then i am mark adam